Welcome, Jamie. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Me too. Thanks. I know you had a little bit of a, a trek to get here with your with your day and your car trouble and all the other stuff that came with it. So thanks for coming. Yes, of course. Um, so let's talk. You have a lot of stuff going on with your book, the TV show, owning a salon for as many years as you have. So let's start from the beginning. How did you get, how did you start your salon and like want to get into hair? So I've been doing hair for 27 years now. I started as a stylist at a salon and then um, I started a skincare company. It was a direct sales company and I was doing hair during the day and then selling skincare at night. I was a single mom with a two-year-old baby and I just felt like I was working for other people's dreams and I wanted to own my own salon. So I used that money that I was making from the selling the skincare and I started my own salon and I've had my salon for this year will be 17 years now. That's amazing. When did you, um, so when did you get, cause you're married now. So when did you get married? How old, how old were you or not how old were you, but when did you start? How many years ago was that? Um, so I've been married to for 11 years Okay, now. cool. Yeah. So you 17 years ago, so seven years by yourself, starting your own business. You took that money to now open your own salon. Yeah. So how was that like that whole process? Was it challenging? Like what were some of the things that you went through that as a single mom that you could share that some people would take take from? Yeah. So um, I went through a few partnerships Mm -hmm. and I decided I didn't want to have any partners. So Mm -hmm. it's just me now. And that all happened in like the first year or two of business. Okay. Um, I also expanded a year after I opened and opened a spa Mm -hmm. and I realized that bigger is not always better. And in (laughs) 09, I think it was, um, I closed the spa. So it's just the hair salon. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been through a lot over the 17 years, um, with employees and the labor board and, um, then changing to booth rental and, um, you know, learned a lot. It hasn't been easy, but yeah. um, it's rewarding. I'm very passionate about it. That's what keeps me going. For sure. And you, so starting 2009, so you made it through one of the biggest recessions. Yes. And then the pandemic, I know, probably hit your industry fairly difficult. How was that compared to 2009? Yes, it did. Um, the pandemic did hit my industry really hard in California and hair salons. Um, we were closed down a lot. Um, I think that continuing to market through the 2008 recession and the pandemic and even the current recession, um, just upping my marketing and advertising has really helped me. For sure. A lot of people stopped doing it then because Mm -hmm. it costs a lot of money, but I think it's even more important to do it. Um, So even back then in the 08 recession, um, we were having uh, close to 300 new clients a month coming into the salon. I actually got an award with Google because of our uh, marketing that we were doing during that time. So just pivoting in your business and continuing to for sure. That's so important. I feel like this going through like last year, I was feeling the pressure on something was going to change with our economy. And I was like, I can't just sit here and not try to grow and just be worried about what's going to take place and what's going to happen. I'm only going to control what I can control. So I doubled down and started hiring more people. And I think that's so important. And same thing with like doing marketing and all that stuff. Like if you don't do those things, you're going to be left behind. Right. And I think a big part of why I started this podcast and with social media stuff, like if, if you don't innovate, 
you you will be left behind, especially during a slower time in the market. Yeah, it really is. is, Which is scary. I also spent a lot of money, which was scary, but remodeling my salon um, three years ago. But that also helped me fill all my chairs Mm -hmm. and get a lot more stylus in there. So yeah, for sure. I remember when um, the pandemic first hit, I totally, we were remodeling our house at the time and I'm like, I put the brakes on remodeling our house and then I started all of a sudden we started I mean our our industry in terms of real estate we started seeing a ramp up really fast but um it's it's a scary thing to spend money during a downturn or during times of uncertainty so it's great that you yeah doubled down and just continued forward yeah, that's what I tell my husband too with you know with him being a real estate agent is right now well things are starting to slow down because interest rates are going up to mm-hmm. continue to do flyers mm-hmm. and you know get your name out there. For and, sure. Yeah. For sure. So talk to me about the collagen. So you started because because going from a salon, you obviously had the startup money with uh, the other beauty supply stuff. Was that like a like a Mary Kate type of thing, or was that your own brand that you did? No, it was um, Arbon okay. was the name yeah. of the business. Similar yeah. as Mary Kay, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, um, so yeah, that, that money I used to open my salon and then to get the collagen going, yeah, I've just bootstrapped it all. Um, I'm sure, you know, it's really expensive to build a brand uh-huh. and I'm doing it all myself. So it's going a little slower than I like, but we have a lot of exciting things going. I just launched it a year ago and, um, yeah, I have my book coming out. I did a reality show. Um, so collagen, just in case our listeners don't know for sure it's a powder that goes into your daily drink Mm -hmm. if it's coffee water whatever you drink every day and it's for your hair skin nails joint health and bone health Mm -hmm. um collagen is their most abundant protein and uh it's gram for gram it's as strong as steel so think of it as the glue that holds your body together um our hair skin nails eyes cartilage um everything is made of collagen and once we hit the age of 20 every year we lose collagen naturally Mm. so this supplements that and there's a lot of bad collagens on the market um, because of the chemicals and preservatives and um, i suffered with joint pain in my hands and tennis elbow right yeah from doing hair for so many years and um so i turned to collagen for the pain Mm -hmm. and after trying about five or six of them I called my brother up who's um, in the supplement industry and I asked him how come this collagen isn't working for my pain so he had me send him the ingredients and he's like well it's pretty much all crap you know it's chemicals preservatives and fillers and so um, I had him make me one that would work Mm-hmm. that didn't have all the fillers in it that's awesome so i got on it and within the first week my joint pain went away and um i just started this was during the pandemic right. when the salon was closed and i was just thinking of all my clients that it could help with their pain and hair and for sure so um i launched it and on valentine's day february 14th and it's helped a lot of people since then that's awesome. Did, did you have to go through like multiple, I know like when you do like supplements and like protein powders, there's always those um, where you, where they'll, they'll send you like a taste test, right? Or like some samples of some ones that you would do, maybe like subtracting certain chemicals or whatever it is. Did you go through like a few different so like formulas? I, I didn't have to with my own only because of um, my family has been in the industry for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was the founder of the first ever liquid multivitamin oh, in wow. the 90s. 
So um, we grew that in our one-bedroom apartment to where they had over 700 employees in Carlsbad and we're making $35 million a month. <laughs> so luckily I have, you know, that family history in the industry. So my, it's crazy. Yeah. So my brother's a manufacturer and he uh, manufactures over 300 products for doctors. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, so you definitely skipped the learning curve for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. You had a little bit of an advantage there. Right. So I... Um, to skip over, I, re I read your article on SD Voyager, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. And yeah. then what was the other one that you were on too? Um, Canvas Rebel. Okay. And uh, Authority Magazine. Definitely some touching stories. How does that, did they, did they reach out to you on, on all those articles to kind of get your, get your story and your background? Yeah. That's did. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Was that like right after the collagen started or was that before? It was right after I launched the collagen. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And then with um, the salon, how big is your salon now? So how many like booths do you have? Um, you there out? we have. I have nine stylists right now. Okay. It's a thousand square feet, and um, yep, we're just in there. Nice. I feel like with yeah. salon businesses, one of the things that I was thinking about before we were having a conversation is like scalability, right? Like with hairstylists, I feel like either you have to once you get to a capacity in terms of how much you can take in, it's either you raise your prices to start making more incre incrementally more money, or you have to do some type of salon or booth rental because scaling, I feel like scaling doing hair or doing makeup, because you are like the face of it and you are the person that's cutting hair until you get to a point where you can scale bigger, right? Like mm -hmm. it, you almost like hit a cap at some point and then you have to kind of take the next steps in order to get to the next level. Right. Is that kind of like some of the learning stuff that you went through with that? Yeah, you could open another salon. Or, right. Yeah, I just raised my prices again. So. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Instead of opening another salon. But that's, I think that's what you have to do, right? Like right. in order for you to, you know, try to incrementally raise your income, ultimately you have to either raise your prices or bring on more stylists or open another salon or have other streams of income that come in. Exactly. Because you can get capped out pretty fast. Exactly. Um, well, that's cool though. And I know we've known each other for a long time. I think you cut my hair like back in the day, like a few times. Over 20 years. Was I, it 20 years ago? I mean, I've been doing your hair, your mom's hair for at least I 20 know. years. I'm 34 now. So I, uh, 20 years ago would have been a long, I was like 14. <laughs> <laughs> You're making but, me feel old, <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, but that's awesome. I know my mom was talking about, about all this stuff that you are doing right now. So that's cool. Let's, um, let's talk about the book. So I, she had told me that you are writing a chapter in a book? Yes. Yeah, so it's a collaboration with 13 different women authors that um, we've all opened businesses. So it's pretty much just, you know, we've been there, done that. So it's to motivate and inspire and to um, share our successes and failures along the way um, with other people who are interested in opening a business or even if they've had a business for a while and just want some motivation. So was it all different types of industries? It's not just like beauty and... Correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So what are some other like other businesses that are in that book? Um, there's a doctor. There's a um, woman who, a woman who does uh, online dating services. Oh, cool. Like yeah. matchmaking service? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's all, all different kinds of businesses all awesome. around the United States. That's cool. I like the, I like the um, when they do uh, books... The Gary Vanderchuk one, uh -huh. did you ever, there's one that he, he did, but he had several different people come and make different paragraphs of people who were doing 
like um, YouTube videos or social media influencers. And he had, I think, it, I think it was like 20 or 25 people who would like write a chapter within that book of their experiences and their, the things that they had gone through. Exactly. So it's a great idea. Like yeah. I love the fact of taking different, especially like how power, people. like power, powering for like women, a women based book, yeah. right? Like strong so it's women. called startup or start over but just start mm -hmm. and um that's exactly what it is we all have our own chapter and my chapter is called i'm too pretty for jail and that's all i'm going to say about that so you got to read it if you want to know what it's about so there must be a story behind you going to jail <laughs> i'm not sharing well, was you this gotta like read a, it was this like a, a drunk tank jail <laughs> um that's awesome yeah i feel like those those books like that are always inspiring because you take different perspectives of different people who have gone through different struggles, but all, I think there's a lot of different struggles that I think can have similarities, but how people overcome those can be a different, like a big difference. Um, so learning different perspectives and that kind of stuff. So I'm excited. I'm going to have to read it. Is it going to be on audiobook too? It will be, yeah. Cool. Because I'm not a good reader. I just posted <laughs> Yeah, it will be. I just posted the... Um, pre-launch uh, to pre-order nice the link to pre-order the book yeah sweet well whoever's watching this go on my instagram and you'll see her tagged on any of the videos that she's in so um you can go find those and then let's talk about the tv show that's exciting yeah so it's called the blocks and it is the largest competition tv show on the planet for startups mm -hmm. There were over 60,000 people that applied and they chose 55 startup companies. So I was one of the ones chosen to go. I flew to Kansas City to shoot it. It was a week long, um, long days from mm -hmm. like 9 to 11 o'clock at night. And um, the host is Wes Bergman. He is a reality show uh, star. He did uh, from MTV, The Real World and The Challenge he's mm -hmm. on right now. And um, so Wes is an entrepreneur and he's a re reality star mm -hmm. guy so he um was feeling like he was living two different lives and he wanted to combine the two so he started a reality show for entrepreneurs oh cool so think of it as like shark tank and the apprentice combined together it's kind of like that nice so like with shark tank are they like investing in your business to try to help you promote was it specifically for collagen or was it for so I went for um, call the collagen business because mm -hmm. um, it was my startup, right. but the, um, the 55 different entrepreneurs all had their own company. Mm -hmm. And that was like the best thing is because then we all got to network and meet each other That's and we're awesome. all friends now and, um, and, you know, be able to help each other grow their, your business, each other's businesses. For and, sure. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm part of season six and it should be, um, coming out there's a lot of editing that goes into it and stuff but I it bet. should be coming out this month what was your experience like was it like very scripted or was it no. el natural yeah yeah <laughs> was that challenging <laughs> it was it really was because yeah. there's just so many things that they're talking to you about and, the, and you know you have to um you all come together in this room and you have like a two-hour class on something say crm or social media or and then you um go into this other room and he tells you what you have to give your talk about mm -hmm. it has to be a 15-minute speech uh -huh. on the topic and you have like 15 minutes to write it and come up with it and then and of course like you have cameras on you everywhere throughout the whole day and yeah yeah and some people for cameras it's not the most comforting thing in the world right yeah 
So I can imagine, I'm sure there's probably like 50 cameras on you. Yeah. <laughs> right? they're, All these different everywhere. producers. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's cool though. So what would you, are you like, did you get like a, an investment out of that or like how, like what would be the next, or is it just exposure? Yeah, it's pretty much just exposure. Cool. They're going to be sending me a um, video that I'm looking forward to get um, an interview video and with like hometown footage and stuff that I'll be able to use on my website. And, nice. Yeah. So you can market all that, that you were on the show and right. push that out. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. You guys, my mom was telling me, you guys are buying something to completely switch topics. You guys are having a Palm Springs? Are you guys in Escrow right now? <laughs> we just canceled it. Did you really? Like yeah. today? No, oh. last Friday. I know, because uh, when we started the process, the rates were 3%, mm-hmm. and now they're 825 and it took the mortgage from five grand a month to nine grand a month. Holy shit. And there were, they keep pushing the closing day back because it's a new build. So they were telling us that now, it was supposed to be done in March, now they're telling us September 15th, so who knows what the rates will be by then. And right. We're going to Airbnb it, and so, yeah. That sucks. It would have to be rented out more than 30 days a month. <laughs> gotcha. Could you could you guys do dailies there or was it 30 day minimum only? It's seven day minimum out there. Oh, okay, cool. I, yeah. So I just got one, the reason why I brought it, I just got one accepted two weeks ago. We're supposed to close, I think this Friday. Um, but it's one of those like famous architects, not the Alexander built house, but it's like the older modern houses. Not oh, new construction yeah. though. It's, okay. it's an older house, but we're going to completely redo it. But this is one of the areas that you can actually do daily rentals there. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. If we would have done that. We would have already have had it a long time ago. For sure. We started this process like nine months ago, but the new builds, you know, they just keep pushing them back. I know. I, we, I want a place out there so bad. I feel like we, know, my dad you. lives out there. Yeah. I and know. so, um, but I would really love, like if I had to keep this one that we just got, I would ideally, I'd rather be like South Palm desert. Like when you go down, do you guys take the, um, the mountain road? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we go down the 79, yeah. um, on the right hand side, like right before you get to El Paseo, like all those kind of like, there's a mixture of like older and newer homes in there, but you can get them on big lots with no HOA. So I think that's like one of my favorite areas, but it's all 30 day minimum in there. 30 day? Yeah. I'll yeah. have to look into it because we definitely still want to do something. We're just waiting for the right time. Right. And there's no right time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can't like, there's never, Yeah. Last year, I feel like I stopped. Now we're like in the real estate conversation. Last year, um, when we were talking about like slowdowns and stuff, I stopped buying all of my investor properties like between June and like I didn't buy my first house again until September. I think we got, I got an offer accepted. And I took that whole like six months off just because I was like, I don't know where the hell the market's going, like what's going to happen. But I was like, I can only control what I can control. Exactly. And things kind of like settled down with the news and all that stuff. And I was like, finally, you know what? Like something really bad needs to, is going to happen. Or something would really need, something really bad would need to happen in order for me to lose money on some of these deals. So I'm like, I I just got to take the risk and, and do it. But yeah. Yeah. Like you can't ever lose with real estate. Right. I mean, it, you're right. It's just like opening a business, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to take a risk, but no risk, no reward. For sure. With real estate, though, it's a little bit more predictable. With businesses, it's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Starting a business from scratch, I feel like, would be very challenging, but also very rewarding. I think I started my real estate investing business three years ago now, but I wouldn't look back and change anything. But obviously, I still have my title job, too, so it's still right. like ways everything else where do you think the beauty industry is going 
like any predictions like where like in five years from now do you think a lot will change do you think like things will be ran very similar to how they're set up now i think that um women are and men are demanding more clean beauty so they're starting to get smarter there may be 125 ingredients in one product right but they're really actually like googling them and taking the time to question the ingredients and um, what they're putting on their body and in their body mm -hmm. and you know just like my collagen that's why I, you know, my collagen is, has three different collagens in it. They're all trademarked, right. um, meaning they've had multi-million dollar clinical studies done on them, proven mm -hmm. to work and scientifically backed. And, you know, there's no fillers or chemicals in it. And I think that people are, that's the way things are going is they're wanting a more clean product. Like natural, like the natural products. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what are your goals for the next five years? Where do you see like your collagen brand? Do you see yourself still cutting hair in the next five years? As, retirement? Yeah. I mean, as long as I'm still passionate about it and I love it. Um, I, um, you know, now I mentor mm -hmm. people and in the beauty industry just to try to elevate my industry and the schools have gotten worse. Actually, they used to be 1600 hours. Now they only have to do a thousand hours. The state board tests used to be practical where you had to do things on a model and written. Mm -hmm. Now it's only a written test. Mm -hmm. So it's like these kid, these girls and you know guys are getting out of cosmetology school and mm -hmm. they don't even know how to cut hair. I just hired a new assistant a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Her first day was a 12 hour day and we're walking to the car at the end of the night and she was like, I learned more from you today than I learned all year in beauty school. And so it's like just trying to elevate my industry and you know educate and mentor these um, newbies. I'm doing that and then, um, you know, still continue to grow my collagen business in the next five years. I'd like it to be a household name. I mean, everybody needs collagen. For so sure. just getting that out there and um, growing it. I have two kids. I yeah. got to put through college one that's right. pre-med. So he's got a lot of years. <laughs> Inexpensive <laughs> for you, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's exciting. I feel like giving back and like being a mentor to someone is so rewarding. Like I know I have mentors in different aspects of my life. And I know when I thank them and how they feel and then people who maybe I, that look up to me, who I feel like ask me a lot of questions and then they, I get the responses from them. It feels good. Like you're giving back to someone, you're teaching someone, even sometimes like with you, you've been in the industry for a very long time. There's certain things where I feel like I'm a mentor for someone, but I'm still learning it. But they look yeah. up to me for the things that I'm doing too, where I'm like, yeah. would have never thought like that, but yeah, it's, exactly. it's cool. It's a great feeling to be able to give back yeah. and be in a position where you can do that. Right. When you're building in the beginning, you're giving yourself the time. And now right. that you're in a place where you can give back to others is is so great. Yeah. So, and I love, I, I think it's totally rewarding being. It's being very able to rewarding. Do that. It, it helps after, you know, from being in the industry for so long, that's what helps keep me going. And, you know, and then just also um, hearing the customers' testimonials, like with the collagen. Mm -hmm. um, I have a client who's a, retired sheriff triathlete and he couldn't run for the last two years because of his knees and back pain and oh, wow. he got on my collagen after 30 days he was running again and you know i had a somebody text me yesterday about her um pain going away and you know so it's just like hearing those testimonials and um seeing my stylist grow and stuff that just motivate me and keep me going it's awesome That's yeah it's cool well, where can where can everyone find you Instagram, Facebook. I'm kind of all over the place. So okay. yeah, my website's jamienicolebeautycollagen.com. Okay. 
And then um, on Instagram, it's at JN Beauty Collagen. Also at Jamie Nicole Salon is my salon. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) And Facebook. I'm on there. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course.